Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses. This podcast is sponsored by the Members Academy, the place where you can find everything you need to get ready for the IELTS exam. I've had lots of requests for more true, false, not given after I've been doing lots of matching headings. People want true, false, not given. So that's what I've chosen for today's reading. Um, Staying on the same topic, unfortunately, of water. (laughs) Um, This is all about raising the Mary Rose, raising a ship um, from the sea, recovering it from the sea. And the reason I've chosen this today is because it's a bit different from... The typical structures we've been looking at recently, which are all problem and solution. Um, This does have a kind of problem and solution because it's the problem of how to get the boat up out of the sea. However, the structure of the reading is a very typical historical or chronological structure. So it starts on 19th of July, 1545. That is the first line. And it tells us how the boat sank. Um, Then it talks us a little bit through the history of how it was found and who found it. And finally, it goes into some detail about how it was brought up. And there is actually a diagram, um, which I don't think we'll be able to do in a podcast because you have to look at the diagram. But I will have that on my website so you can follow it there. Um, So because it's chronological, that gives us a lot of helpful information. It is a passage one, um, which tends to be the easier type of reading passage. Um, which means you could spend a little less time on this one. You could spend almost 17 or 18 minutes on passage one and leave yourself a few more minutes to concentrate on passage three. Um, Also, because it's part one and it's chronological, that means that there are lots of dates and usually capital letters for names which will help us. Um, Look, it'll help us find the information much more quickly. So in terms of true, false, not given, we only have four questions here. Um, So let's go through the true, false, not given questions first, and then we'll have a look at the text. Question one says that there is some doubt about what caused the Mary Rose to sink. So again, looking chronologically, you would go to the start and try to find out exactly what caused the ship to sink. Question number two says the Mary Rose was the only ship to sink in the battle 19 July 1545. Don't worry about the dates, but the question, main important thing is that it was the only ship to sink. So you need to look at that date, find the date quickly again at the beginning and see if any other ships sank on that day. Number three says most of one side of the Mary Rose lay undamaged under the sea. So again, moving on, um, we have to find the part of the text where it talks about the Mary Rose being under the sea. And then question number four says, Alexander McKee knew that the wreck would contain many valuable historical objects. 
So because it's a full name, Alexander McKee, you need to go back to the first mention of his name because after the first mention, they just tend to use the family name, which is McKee. So always go back to the first mention of his name um, to find that information and answer quickly. So let's start with number one, that there is some doubt about what caused the Mary Rose to sink. And you go to the first paragraph and it says, um, what does it say? Okay, Mm, it says English and French fleets were engaged in a sea battle. Um, There was a warship by the name of Mary Rose. Then it talks a little bit about it was built 35 years earlier, favourite of King Henry VIII. But you're looking specifically, you know, skim all of that, but then look very carefully at what it says about how it sank. And the first line says, accounts of what happened to the ship vary meaning there are different accounts. And then they give details. It says, while witnesses agree she was not hit by the French, some maintain that she was outdated, overladen and sailing too low in the water. Others claim that she was mishandled by undisciplined crew. So there seems to be lots of dispute there in the answers. And you can see from the start, it says that accounts vary, that there are different accounts. Um, So the question was, there is some doubt about what caused the Mary Rose to sink. And yes, we have evidence of this doubt because the evidence is that some people maintain she was outdated, you know, um, old, getting old. Some others think that she was mishandled, that the crew didn't handle her properly. Um, Lots of different reasons which cause us to doubt what happened. So the answer there is a very clear true. Question number two says, the Mary Rose was the only ship to sink in this battle. So there's only one paragraph about this battle. It's the first paragraph, so you don't need to look anywhere else. Now, what would you guess? You would guess that because it was a battle between the English and French, that of course other ships sank. That is probably your guess. But there is no evidence of this in the text. This does not mean that It was the only ship to sink. It's just that we do not know. There is nothing in this text. It just says among the English vessels was a warship by the name of Mary Rose. So yes, of course, there were other English vessels. And of course, there were the French fleets in the sea battle. But we don't know how many ships sank. So ask yourself that question, how many ships sank? We do not know because the answer is not given. Question number three says most of one side of the Mary Rose lay undamaged under the sea. So there's quite a detailed explanation here. It says the Mary Rose came to rest on the seabed lying on her right side 
at an angle of about 60 degrees. The hull, or the body of the ship, acted as a trap for the sand and mud. As a result, the starboard side, which is the right side, filled rapidly, leaving the exposed part, or the left, sorry, the exposed port side, the left side, to be eroded, this keyword in IELTS, erosion, broken down, by marine organism, organisms and mechanical degradation. So, because of the way the ship sank, nearly all of the starboard half survived intact. And so it doesn't really matter about the rest of the details or how much of that you understand. The keywords are always in the synonym. Nearly all is a synonym for most of. The starboard half is one side. Um, survived intact, lay undamaged. So this whole answer is in the synonyms in the text and the synonyms tell us that the answer is true. In question number four, it says Alexander McKee, so this is a diver, which we will read about in a minute, knew that the wreck had valuable historical objects. So we go back to his name and it says in 1965, military historian and amateur diver Alexander McKee initiated a project called Solent Ships. So we know that he started the project. Uh, on paper, this was a plan to examine a number of known wrecks in the Solent, but what McKee really hoped for was to find the Mary Rose. Okay, so we know he wanted to find the Mary Rose. Later, it says McKee and his team, when they found the Mary Rose, they now knew for certain that they had found the wreck, but they were as yet unaware that it also housed a treasure trove of beautifully preserved artefacts. So it says they were unaware. Um, they did not know. So this is a clear opposite of the sentence that he knew that the wreck had many historical objects. This tells us that they were unaware. They did not know. So the answer for number four is false. So that's it for the true, false, not given. In the end, we had two true, one false and one not given, which is usually about right. When you've got only three or four, you'll definitely get one of each. Um, when you've got seven or eight, of course, um, you could get two not given or even three we've seen recently. But here there were only four questions and about one of each answer. So the time to worry is if you think that they're all true or they're all false. <laughs> OK, I am going to move on a little bit so you get the full um, reading apart from the diagram. So in the rest or the next four questions, questions five to eight, you have to match um, events with dates. And there is a list of dates, but you only have four events and seven dates. 
So, of course, three of them will not be used. So, use the chronology and the, your understanding of the structure to help you find these dates very quickly. The first thing we're looking for is a search for the Mary Rose was launched. So this is an exact search for the Mary Rose and when did it happen? Well, remember in the text it said in 1965, um, military historian and diver Alexander McKee initiated, so that means he launched a project um, and on paper it was to find the wrecks, but what he hoped for was to find the Mary Rose. So the answer is C, 1965, is the date when he uh, launched the search for the Mary Rose. Question number six says, one person's exploration of the Mary Rose site stopped. So... Um, if we go back in history, we talked first about first of all about the, the diver Dean who actually found it. And it says that he continued diving on the site until 1840. So there is a specific date about when his diving stopped, which was 1840. And this is the answer then. So it's six answer B, 1840. In question number seven, it says it was agreed that the hull of the Mary Rose should be raised. Don't worry about the hull. Just when did they agree to raise the Mary Rose? Um, the sentence says, while the original aim was to raise the hull, um, the operation was not given the go ahead until January 1982. So the answer there is answer G, which is 1982. And this answer comes from the expression, it was given the go ahead. Quite an informal, idiomatic expression, actually, um, which means given the go ahead means that it was agreed that it was given the funding, I guess. Um, people agreed that they would try to raise the Mary Rose. And that was in 1982. And finally, question eight says the site of the Mary Rose was found by chance. So again, using the structure of the text, you have to go back to when it was found, because, of course, these are matching um, uh, statements, basically, with facts. So they are all mixed up. Um, when was the Mary Rose found by chance? Well, remember, we said um in, in 1836, some fishermen found that their equipment was caught on an underwater obstruction, which turned out to be the Mary Rose. So we wanted something that told us it was found by chance. Well, in, in this 1836, it was fishermen which who had equipment that got stuck on something. And it's only when the diver, John Dean, was exploring another ship that the fisherman approached him, asking him to free their gear. Dean dived down and found the equipment caught on a timber protruding slightly from the seabed. 
And then it continues to tell us that this was indeed the Mary Rose. But they weren't looking for the Mary Rose in 1836. They were just fishermen. And the other, the dean, the diver, was actually looking at another ship. So the answer is very clear. The answer is 1836 is when the Mary Rose was found by chance or by accident. Okay, so I'm going to try and put the rest of that, um, the diagram part, on to my website. Um, and then um, I, I think you just have to look at it. It's quite a complicated diagram. Um, I don't think it would be possible to explain that on, on a podcast, but who knows? I'll give it a go. Um, so thanks for listening today. I hope you have a lovely weekend. I'm putting this onto my website now. Um, and then you can get the um, worksheet um, in the Members Academy. So thanks ever so much for listening. Uh, please let me know if you have any special requests. That's all for now. Have a great weekend. Bye.